0: Presentation of the Chicago Bears Network and ChicagoBears.com. Download the Chicago Bears official mobile app for up to the minute Bears content every day. And now, welcome to Bears All Access, your all-access pass into Chicago Bears football. Bears All Access is brought to you by IGS Energy and sponsored by Athletico Physical Therapy and Arc Van Furniture and Mattress. Everybody, welcome back to Bears All Access here from PNC Studios at Hallis Hall. Jeff Joniak along with Tom Thayer, a Hallis Hall version of this week's show, and joined by our special guest, veteran cornerback Prince Mora, the dancing fool on the practice field, along with the rest of the secondary throughout the course of practice. Uh, that's part of the sideshow, everybody, as the Bears get ready to play the Colts here on Saturday night, is that you guys dance so much, the secondary does. What the heck's going on there? You guys are moving to the music.
1: I would say yeah, historically, uh, the secondary pie has more rhythm than anyone on the team. I mean, it'd be a toss up between us and the wide receivers. Uh Mitch could move a little bit too. That that'll be that'll surprise you a little bit. But um yeah, I don't know, I think we're all just trying to have fun out there throughout the dog days of uh, it's distractive uh, camp. exercise. Yeah, exactly. How about that? You like well, that for a
0: term distractive yeah. exercise?
2: <laughs> That's what it, I had the same question written down. Are you antsy or are you always trying to stay loose? Because even at, in Kankakee version, as, as exhausted as I think you would be, you're always adjust moving your hips. You're always jumping around. Are you is it antsy or are you just trying to stay loose? Yeah,
1: I I think more just trying to stay loose and then also just like think like if you always hear um, they they probably didn't have music did they no. okay so when you like so just they just the music and um and yeah it just like makes you move i i, I enjoy music and then um like the these kids, the millennials, they always come out with new dances. So you just try to practice. Yeah, who, who fits do. in that category? <laughs> on the team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, like Duke. I'm like John- Josh. Josh Woods is the oh, dancerest yeah, oh, yes. dancer I've oh, ever yes. Yes. seen in practice. Yes.
2: Yes.
0: So you're gonna laugh at this. So I, I, you know, I'm not. I don't know your music. I mean, right. I have no idea. I'm a country guy, right? So uh, I, I ask Aaron. Aaron, one of the PRs. Uh, so Migos. Did I got yep. that right. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, "Working me." He goes, "No, it's working me." Yeah, so that's one. Me. You guys all, yeah. So Josh Woods knows all the machinations <sighs> yeah. of working me. So he's got it down. It's like a a whole you know choreographed deal going on. And I, and I see you out there, dude, doing the same. So we're, and that's and then Drake God's plan. Yep. Yeah. Everybody on that. Team. Nick Williams, Tom, the yeah. big. Muscled up, big bicep defensive lineman is is all Akeem. about God's plan. Akeem is a dancer.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, true. I'm almost in the same boat with you, but I know the I just don't know who sings it. So, like, even in the locker room, like I always have my Shazam out and I get made fun of, but I'm trying to um, figure out, man, like, okay, this is catchy. Like, who sings this? But yeah, dude. Those guys, yeah, they know it to a T, and they can act it all out.
0: It is fun, though. It is fun to watch. It's fun for those guys. You gotta, you gotta reduce the monotony of the day to day, and they still stay focused on the task at hand, though. And if it didn't, the music would stop, oh, well, and so very would true. the dancing. Very so true. This, this is Bears All Access, brought to you by IGS Energy. Jeff Joniak, Tom there, and Prince Samukamir, our guest here at PNC Studios at House. The Hall. pink,
2: the pink shoes. Are you wearing them because they're comfortable in your locker? First ones. What's what's up with that? Yeah, definitely wearing them because they're they're
1: comfortable um my my first year second day at practice like i broke my foot like stress fat i had a stress fracture broke my foot it's called a jones fat fracture so broke my it's like my pinky toe and they put a screw in there first broken bone on my body and um and then from that point on it's like okay i'm i'm just gonna once i find the shoe like that model i'm staying with it i don't care if it's the heaviest shoe like i don't care if it looks the dorkiest like i just want something comfortable that i can stay in and and those Adidas models, Adidas get gets mad at me because they're like the year they're like four years ago, three years ago models and those are ones that I spared and um but when I get to season I'm to work into something more comfortable. Are you or, are
2: you a spike or molded Cleat? Um molded.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I like molded. Yeah. And the benefit of that is? Um, I feel like they have they have uh, better better traction and they're they're just comfortable in your feet. The spikes do work and especially on certain fields like San Francisco, like that was like sometimes team meds like uh, but San Francisco teammates said, Hey, like <laughs> you're wearing you're wearing spikes, you you're you're not going out on, on the field and so uh, I bit the bullet and put those on. And those worked well.
2: Do you is the molded cleats that you wear? Molded cleats are it's all one bottom, and right. the spikes are where you can screw them on and off, and you can even change the lengths. So nowadays, with the transfer from natural grass at Soldier Field to the sports turf in New York to the sports turf in Indianapolis, do you wear the same bottoms on both surfaces? No. So uh, team med will say like,
1: hey, like no no screwings for for the for the turf. The molded ones are the best. Um, the the best ones for the turf
0: team med by the way longtime equipment man tony medlin who got uh heisted up to the shoulders of yeah. kyle long and yeah. bobby <laughs> massey today what was that all about <laughs>
1: say it again he's so doing. oh they, he they was were on hoisted sh- him. oh really oh, yeah, they today him 10 yards oh. <laughs> no I didn't, I didn't i didn't see that i didn't see that it was funny team med today though we, w- we walked in the locker room and um i was like team med are you crying because of you know the video we saw of uh oh you guys weren't in there oh this is new so we saw a video of you know the four ladies of the NFL. Right. We saw um, Mrs. McCaskey's her little her little debut her little part in there. And so it's like flashbacks of I mean just the whole history from her with with her dad and then the sons are coming on and then talks about Piccolo how he passed away and then Walt how he passed away. So I'll, when I looked at t Man, I'm thinking like like he's probably having flashbacks like because he he knew um, he knew he knew some of those guys that were showing up and I said t Man, are you crying? And he never answered if he was crying, but he did. He did. He, <laughs> he said, "Man, like up. it was, yeah, it was, it was emotional and stuff like that." And I'm thinking, man, like the number of guys he's seen or the number number of ball number of situations like he's been around for a while. Yeah. So, uh, so well, the, let me just say one thing about yeah. that.
0: So that is the 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 NFL Films production, correct, Greg Miller, our producer, and that is going to debut uh, later this month, right? As we're winding down here in August, so you got the the four pillars that uh, remain in the NFL that can speak fluently about the 100 years, uh, and I hear it's must-viewing. So great conversation about things that they only know and no one else could possibly.
2: So when you see a little snippet of history through the eyes of Virginia McCaskey, are you glad that you had a chance to take part in the 100-year celebration just to kind of learn a little bit about the overall history of the NFL, not only the Bears, but then you think you have one of the, you know, the four most powerful people, you know, of, of the NFL and Virginia McCaskey here. Yes, one one hundred
1: percent. And um and just think, just knowing that, okay, like
2: she actually knows ball.
1: Like uh, Charles Tillman uh, was on there and he was saying, uh, he was trying to talk to her during like a play, and then one of her sons says like no, like like only during commercial break. Like she's right. she's paying attention and stuff like that. And then after. It went to commercial break. And he's, hey, hey, Charles, and stuff like that. So she's very serious about ball. But then also, I learned about like because everyone was surprised when we got the bobbleheads, and I'm sure you're gonna mention what those bobbleheads were are for and stuff like that. But we're like, who is this 77? Like, who's Granger? Granger? <laughs> and then and then
2: and then they Grange, brought him up.
1: Range man. Yeah, and then they brought him up in the videos. Like, oh, he was like the best back, or like he was one of the he's one of, he was one of the greats here. And it's like, oh, okay, now that makes sense. Why? He's on there, and like we're not uh, We don't have our own uh, heads and stuff <laughs> that's yet to come yeah, in the next 100. Right, there might be. Don't sell yourself short, <laughs> Prince. I heard they have Max. Um, uh, some some uh, lucky people are getting Max. But yeah, each each
0: week of the season, the home games uh, that'll be one of the giveaways. So I don't think Tom and I made. Have the you co- ever had
2: a bobblehead <laughs> going back to
0: college days? Or mm, nah. Any, have you? I, no. Yeah. God, that would be one for me to keep right there. I'd well, you be, mean, you I'd could, be using it for practice of some sort. <laughs> you could take a bald
2: guy and put it on anybody's jersey, and it would look like the guy as long as he was bald. <laughs> Prince
0: Amukumar, our guest here on Bears All Access, brought to you by IGS Energy as the preseason winds down. as it seem longer than it normally does? Because even though last year was longer in terms of days with the extra game and whatnot, it just has that feel a little bit. I think because of where you guys are at as a team, it just feels like let's get to day one. Let's go. We're ready to go. I think you guys are ready to go.
1: Yeah, I I, I agree with that. And It does feel a little long, especially because we haven't played uh, yet. So it's like we've been practicing like OTAs, mini camp, training camp, all to play um, uh, on on. I mean, in September and and so just because we haven't played yet, I feel like that's why it feels so long.
2: As the experience of the off season, how has that been for you? As you get more mature in the in your experience of the NFL, you conclude the season the way you did, but your expectations are through the roof. How is how is the transition of your off season? Do you and do you have any time to relax, or is it getting right back on the horse?
1: Definitely have uh, time time to relax. I try to use off season as a time to um to seek out other interests that um that that interests me like so whether it be like real estate or or acting and stuff like that but then um still try to find time to work out but i usually and then also to like travel i'm sure there's like a lot of stuff that i'm sure there's a lot of stuff that my wife, just so everybody
0: knows okay. that's not <laughs> me because if it were the big yeah, guy was... here at tom theaters <laughs> blushing would be all over me that's the second time this week, man. I'm going to find you. we got to have I some kind it. of fine. We're going to go to a break. We'll pick up your off-season interests when we come back. Paul Ranger engineer Greg Miller. Our producer here today filling in on Bears All Access on Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. (laughs) Welcome back to Bears All Access, brought to you by IGS Energy, a proud partner of the Chicago Bears, providing electricity, natural gas, and home warranty products to over 1 million customers across the country. Learn more about IGS Energy at igs.com. Jeff Joniak and the phone ringing Tom Thayer, (laughs) along with Prince of Mukamara, Who called? Jay Hilgenberg. That was in the last segment. If you're just joining us, so the seven-time consecutive Pro Bowler called oh, wow. Prince. You might have thought it was Jay Cutler or Jay R- that, Jay Ratliff. Yeah. Those <laughs> were your two choices. But now the, those two offensive linemen they lined That's up fair. against went with each other all those years. They're they're as thick as thieves. So they they uh, they talk more than two people probably should. But <laughs> Jay. Uh, be back in the Just like shortly. you will
2: when you finally retire and yes, you're sir. years away from the NFL, you kindle those relationships and friendships that you know are always going to be a part of your daily existence. Good, good. Yeah.
0: So you, before the break, you are talking about your off season interest. You, you, you'll say, so one, you said real estate. Yeah. So now, does that mean you were doing that this summer or learning it? Number two, you said acting. So were you doing some of that as well? Were you volunteering at the Community Playhouse in Glendale? <laughs> I mean, what were you doing? Glendale, Arizona.
1: Yeah. So, um, so real estate, I've gotten my feet wet, uh, a little bit just right now, just, um, I've done some flips and then right now I own, uh, some condos in, um, in Jacksonville where I played and, um, own some in, um, in Arizona. And and now I'm, I'm in, uh, I, I dabbled in, in LA. So I'm just, just getting my, my feet wet and just trying to, diversify my assets uh somehow like because everyone always asks me okay like what are you going to do when you stop playing what are you going to do when you stop playing and um right now I mean I mean it could be two years but when you look at other people I mean it could be eight years so just not knowing when when that is but I do know the window is slowly closing so just trying to make the most of my opportunities now. and what
0: about real estate intrigues you Uh, aside from the obvious the investment is typically
1: good and you're going to make money so just with real estate, I just get like a rush. It's like another adrenaline, like like football. Just like finding like those deals and like great cap rates and um or value adds and just trying to um just trying to get a win out of those. Well, you
0: can you know parlay that into your exactly. acting and be on a million dollar listing. Uh-huh. There, you, there you go. <laughs> have you seen the show? I mean, maybe I that's up you your show. that's up so,
2: If you're flipping TV, you got million dollar listing or the World Poker Championship. What are you watching? Probably million dollar listing.
1: Yeah, probably million dollar listing.
2: So is that does the are is this a is this a textbook thing or is it information off of you know a computer? or is this a conversation that will even go into the locker room to young guys where you can say hey yeah. you know this may be something that you should take some interest in
1: yeah i think it's was well, definitely not textbook so i I've, I've been learning from friends who've uh, who are former players and now uh, real estate agents so they they actually know um a lot and they've been helping me out a lot but i think the conversation's definitely flow in into the locker room because um i mean look at um what's his name fry or elliot, yep. uh, elliot fryer former kicker like he was he, he is a financial advisor like he was a oh, financial wow. advisor uh before playing like he he was telling me his journey got into AFF, AFF A-A-F. AAF, and he he steve sperrier was was his coach and and he got a look did good and now and he got a look got a try but before that he was he was a financial advisor he is and so guys just letting guys know like like you're more than an athlete, like the ball's going to stop bouncing or whatever sometimes, so like what other interests do you have? It would
0: scare me, and it does actually, uh, even for me. Like at my age, you know, what what if this were – what do you do? And I'm later in life, much later in life, as you can see by my gray hair. But uh, a guy that, you know, gets cut after three years or a serious injury, he can't overcome it. I mean, you're still a very young man. You're going to be a very young man when you retire. What is it that you're going to do so you're not – day-to-day boredom I mean how do you like or just to even make a a paycheck you know so it's it's a legitimate
1: question and I think a lot of guys probably
0: choose not to think about it
1: right 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 and probably because they might think like that's distracting like the saying or the phrase is like plan b distracts you from plan a so they probably just want to focus um all in on football but I feel like that's why you see a lot of guys struggle when they do step away from the game. It's like, okay, like I've been in this routine. Like I've never – like my Thanksgivings and December and Christmases were planned out for me like the last 12 to 15 years of my life. Now what do I do during around this time? So you don't want, you don't want that to be new to you, and um, you want to have a plan.
0: That's why I have a lot of respect for guys that played. Uh, like Trace Armstrong, who's now Matt Nagy's agent, Mark Helfrich and Dave Ragone's agent, and he's gone into that realm. He was here uh, last week and just – Realizing he had a 15-year playing career for multiple teams, got better as he got older. As a pass rusher, his numbers went up, and then he got involved with the players' union, mm. and now he's an agent on the other side of the fence, uh, helping coaches and, and some players and media, and he's still a young man.
2: So he's had multiple careers in a, in a period of time that, and you know raise three kids the neat thing about acting though i think because you play football and you have that adrenaline right. rush every time you go to a game you need that in your life mm-hmm. and i do see it from guys that they have they have no excitement in their life anymore so uh, it's you're just, just surfing well yeah it is well that's what it is that's what keeps me alive that's what keeps your blood going but i think the same thing can happen through and you know a, a, something so different in acting that is is not football right you know and i think it's a neat interest for you to have
1: right, right. no I, I agree completely and i'm like oh every team i get on is like man i hope hard knocks
2: like comes yeah, comes here just so that. i
1: well, do i would love that i'm, I'm still... a stick in the mud I, <laughs> <laughs> but, but he you would so you, many problems you'd have to still be yourself yeah you
2: you would you would
1: but um i mean i would just i would like i would make sure there's an exaggerated version all right of myself so get back.
0: back more in the acting
1: are you getting are you
0: taking lessons
1: yeah so I have and have you what have you done I have dabbled in some lessons but um uh I'm very prideful when I feel like I have raw talent and can just like get a script and just go but uh I know that my my roles would be um would be smaller just because like if I could have it as I wanted I would want to be like the Ryan Gosling in Notebook, right? I'd want I'd want to be like uh, a heartthrob, but but I, I read like I told my wife I said there's no way like I could like kiss him, but I I couldn't separate like the kissing from the I c- yeah from reality. <laughs> like I would I would want to keep practicing. Everybody pra- thinks they could, <laughs> yeah, right? And there's no <laughs> way I would want to keep practicing and practicing with Rachel McAdams or whoever. Like every every single hey, time,
0: call Thomas Jones. Remember, he's, Tom- uh,
1: he's big now. Really. Yeah. Oh yeah!
0: What does he do? He's—I don't have the exact show. If somebody wants to write it down for me, I'd have to look it up on my phone. But
2: he's an actor, really? man. He yeah. and he's killing it. Thomas wow. Jones, okay. who was
0: beloved here with this, uh, and with he, this it, it surprised team, me because
2: year. he's got that such a tough guy persona. I would have never he was guessed it. Yoked up, weight it. room guy, but now he is trans—you know—transferred that whole, just like Eddie George. You know, oh, yeah. taking his skill set and you know doing live Broadway and the other acting that he's been able to do.
0: Yeah, so you know he he's involved. He's done a lot right now. I mean, st- straight out of Compton, number oh, one. Oh wow! Yeah, right. Dating. Straight out of Compton. Yeah, a violent man. Wow. Uh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Wow. Corbin Nash. <laughs> and I know he's in a series too. And forgive me, Thomas. I, I don't exactly know great what it is, him. but he's done. He's done great. And I would have never guessed it either. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about a tough. You know, very focused guy on just—he's all about his body. Right, you know, right, he's right. yoked up still,
2: and he, he's just—he's been a very committed athlete. And now he's a very committed actor. But what from football can help you be a good actor? I mean, you know, offensive learning an offense is memorization of right. all the plays and everything. I don't, do you have the same amount of memorization for your defensive requirements that you do? Because it seems like that's a lot of the requirement. Of being able to memorize what you gotta say, right. but not be you, you know, be, be this facial expression or this person.
1: Yeah, I mean, and even just from like communicating, right, and just like improving, like on a play or anything like that, and then just also like working on a team and just knowing how to um, interact with, with different people and like, and kind of like different actors, like someone's gonna be here today and someone, and the new guy will be here the next day. So I, I think football sets me up for it um, tremendously. Are you funny? Um, could, you mean, you joke, joke, could you deliver a joke? Could you you have a go to joke? Um, <laughs> you know? No, I don't actually. I I feel like my humor is like it's just on the run, like organic. Yeah. And somewhat dry. Yeah, and somewhat right. dry. Yeah. Right. There you go. Prince
0: of Mukamara, our guest here on Bears L Access, will take a break here on Chicago Sports Radio six seventy, the score. The Chicago Bears Network presents Inside the Bears, brought to you by Verizon. Anthony Adams and Lauren Sreden cover the world of Bears football on and off the field every Sunday night at 10:35 p.m. on Fox 32 Chicago, or watch anytime at ChicagoBears.com or on the Bears official app. Jeff Joniak, Tom Thayer, and Prince Samukamara, are our guests as the Bears move into Week Three of the preseason. They'll be in Indianapolis on Saturday to take on the Colts. You can hear it on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM WBBM. Tom Thayer and myself at the mic, starting at five, kickoff at six local time. You're not going to be playing, though, pretty much guaranteed uh, for this, which has totally made people crazy a little bit in the league and even locally and fans. I mean, the league itself is promoting on NFL Network or on Sirius XM's NFL Radio week three of the preseason is when the starters play into the third <laughs> quarter. It's the dress uh, rehearsal for the season. Right. Throw it all out the window because – People are suggesting that Matt Nagy, because of what he did last year and how the team performed, that this is the new way. It may be. It may not be. How do you feel about it as a veteran?
1: Love it. Oh, I can't, I'm not. You won't hear any complaints uh, from me. I've I really really love this schedule and how and how uh, Coach Nagy going about things. And uh, I've, I I think I've read I have seen like L.A. do it. Um, them and Sean, Sean McVay. Uh, they're they're doing it. And to be honest, like all—if you put the veterans aside—I feel like it hurts. Like the guy, it helps the guys who are trying to make the team because now they're going to have more opportunities to get on film than anybody um, in in the league. And I feel like that only helps them um, secure a a roster spot. Their snaps
0: have gone up exponentially.
1: I mean, they are now
0: basically full time guys for four weeks, and that 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 cannot. Well,
2: I guess it could hurt some guys, right. and, and it could uh, it could rediscover some others. So there's a lot of talk about the new collective bargaining agreement <laughs> that's each, each eventually going to come up. So you have you treat the preseason in the fashion you're treating it now, where you get very little playing time. So if they wanted to redo this whole thing, and when I was in the U- USFL, we had no preseason games. We had an inner squat. We had a scrimmage with another team. Then we played 18 regular season games. Would you even be open to that as a conversation if you want – because you've got a lot of experience in the NFL, you've been here a while. Would you even take that into consideration if you you were in the conversations at the table?
1: No, just simply because – I mean, there just has to be – time because if I'm looking for a co- if I'm looking at it from like a coach or GM or from an owner's perspective like there has to be a way where I can evaluate these guys and I feel like those preseason games um, they allow you they allow you to, to do that the young guys the young guys yeah, yeah well yeah. and
0: I was just talking about this with Tom today watching practice is that as a player who you're going to need to count on as your teammate, Uh, whether it be on special teams or a guy who fills in if somebody gets hurt. You need their trust. You got to trust them a little bit. That Mm -hmm. that trust has to be carved out at some point. And it's the effort that results in a play. I mean, I, I look at a guy, you know, he's a definite long shot to make this team, Matthew Betts out of Canada. He was rushing the passer the other day with such aggressiveness and Getting on the edge of the offensive lineman and drawing Khalil Mack's attention and their high five and as you guys know, when you see a player, oh yeah, and when a player is starting to emerge a little bit, you want him
1: on your team, 100. percent You
0: know, and you know guys that you don't want on your team. Right. I mean that that's the black and white of it, and this does allow for that to happen. I think they gotta dip their toe in the water to see what it's really like yeah. on game day.
1: Yeah, and yeah, and especially if, if you haven't, especially if you haven't played in the game yet, and I mean, not, when you talk about uh, bets, like the another person that comes to mind is like Duck, like Duck, Ducks, made, Duck, yeah, the cornerback. He's made so many plays. In, in practice, it's like, okay, like, now, like, it, to be honest, it doesn't matter what you do in practice. Like, all, all that matters is what you're doing in games. It's like, okay, let's see what you're doing in games. Then he gets that, that pick on the one- or two-yard line from in from New York. And, um, and yeah, and that gets us excited. We're like, okay, like, he's shown it in practice and he's doing it in games. Um, That really shows a lot.
2: You know, when you have a – Take all the cornerbacks, and there's. You guys are all built in different sizes and shape. Because Kel- Kevin Tolliver is different than Duck, and right. you're different than both of them. So, when these young guys that don't have a great deal of experience, when they come up and ask your advice, does does what you do transfer to their abilities, or is each guy's traits handled a little differently? Yeah,
1: I would say it has to be catered to their um, to their tangibles. So, like whatever, like if they're tall strong or fast so for me how i play corner um i don't think a guy like duck or um like a guy like duck can can do it how i do because i like to be i like to be man to man like um in your face and like i'm ready to run with you i'm ready to fight with you or whatever but like a guy like duck or duke they might want to play off just because they're 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 little they're a little smaller and um and stuff like that so i would just tell them hey this is how i do and these are things i i do and and if they can take um some things from me or um i would strongly suggest like hey go look at somebody that kind of fits like your type and fits how they play and fits how you play and see if you can incorporate some of that
0: Prince Amukamara, our guest here on Bears All Access on Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. Jeff and Tom and Prince, kind enough to join us here today as the Bears wind down week three of the preseason and they'll meet the Colts on Saturday night. Uh, Can you give me a little thumbnail on each guy in your secondary? Are you able to do that for me? What do you mean my thumbnail? Uh, You know, what their strengths are and how they're fitting in. And maybe who's come the furthest so far in this offseason from your perspective.
1: Uh, We'll go with Kyle. Kyle Fuller? Yeah. Yeah, Kyle, yeah, I don't think Kyle skipped a beat. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think he's gonna have a better year this year uh, than he did last year. I mean, last year he was all world, and um, even with last year as great as great as great of a season as he had, I know he'll agree with this. Like, he still feel like he's like he missed some plays, but. Um, I feel like he's gonna turn it up again this year, Kevin Tolliver. Uh, I'm I'm excited for for Kevin. Uh, he's uh, he's a big, strong, and fast fast guy like myself, and um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see um, things from him. He's gonna be great for us.
0: Duke has really impressed Tom and I and Duck because it's not too big for him. They they come with the requisite
1: attitude for a corner exactly. and a
0: nickel position in particular. Would that be fair to say?
1: Very true. Yeah, Duke definitely has that um that dog that people would say that they want in in a player, not afraid of anybody, is, is not afraid to line up any uh, against anybody and has great ball skills. Buster screen, man, do Buster. You know what cops <laughs> in my head?
0: He every time he goes after the ball, somebody's on the ground. Like yeah. he's hitting. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. You're not supposed to beat that. He puts people on the ground. Is, you think that's how he plays? Yeah,
1: and he. I'm sure, and I know he's going to be compared to bryce um mm-hmm. probably this whole first season but i feel like it was a it was a great it was a great grab just from our, our management just because they're, they're similar he's um he's experienced and he's like just as fast and, and as athletic as bryce he,
2: he talks about this being the front seven he's ever played with the best front seven yeah. he's ever played with you know when you t- ha, ha, said that too yeah I mean, that's are you in agreement with this because you've You've been around some pretty good front sevens, but what do you think of this one?
1: Yeah, these—I mean, <laughs> these these guys are, are yeah extremely talented, and I know that uh, the clock the the clock in a quarterback's head is is going to be shortened, and yeah, it's going to make our jobs a lot, of easy, a John lot easier. John
0: Franklin, you played running back, made corner. He played quarterback, right. and now trying to be an NFL corner. Um,
1: probably, probably one or. If not the fastest guys on on our team, and the strides he's made from last year to this year um, has has been great. He's Been making plays on on, on the balls, but still learning, um, still learning the game.
0: And Swigo's very own Michael Joseph, Chicago born and bred,
1: grew up listening to Tom. The there, <laughs> dude, I like, I like, I like. Like if I if I could choose if I could trade spots with somebody like athleticness and how, I feel like I, w- I would want like Michael Joseph he just seems like a prototypical like corner just very limber thin um can can move can move well and um and just has great ball skills I feel like he has all the tangibles all right we're gonna step away another break a couple
0: of more segments to go with Prince Amukamara the veteran cornerback for your Chicago Bears. 2019 season about to commence with the Packers on September 5th, Thursday Night Football. We'll get into that coming up next on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Kick off the Bears 100th season at the Middle Light Chicago Bears Block Party, Saturday, August 31st in Logan Square. Open from noon to 10 and free for all ages. That's 10 p.m. by the way. Enjoy activities including food, alumni autographs, photo opportunities, and music from Lovely the Band and more. Tom and I have been to those over the past couple years Good time had by all. Everybody enjoys getting out with this great August weather in Chicago. Uh, the final spasms of uh, the heat wave, I guess. It's starting to cool down a little bit with September coming. And that means Bears football to open the season on September 5th, the league's opening game. And how often do you think about it, week one, against the Packers? I
1: mean, I'm starting to think about it a lot a lot more now. Uh, I mean... I just, 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 there's just gonna be so much emotion just in, in in that game. I mean, from for this being our 100 year and um, us opening a game here for for the uh uh and for, uh, for the first game of of the season, the NFL's 100, and then of course what happened last year um, in um at at Green at Green Bay's place. So there's gonna be so much so much emotion, and then I mean. Even just from how we how we finished the season last year, so um, it's going to be a big game for for both teams, and um, it's going to be a lot of a lot of excitement. But um, we're I, I feel like we're, we're going to be ready.
2: The adjustment to a new defensive coordinator is it like being on a new team or just like being on a new defense? When you think of Coach Pagano, and you know him, you know him in practice, you know him in OTAs, you know him in training camp, preseason games. But like you said, it, it's different for you in a regular season game, just like it will be for him. Yeah, it's I feel
1: like it's like me just being just getting a new a new defense. Um and I say that well him him and and Coach Vic have sim, have similarities. Um uh I think they're both Italian and, um, and <laughs> yeah. but uh Vic I I always I always tell everyone Vic is um is not as vocal but you still know how he feels and and Chuck after being um a head coach just his presence he still carries himself um like he's like he's a head coach and i mean just like the presence and the respect that that he uh demands and he's very confident and um and but we're excited for him to to be our dc he definitely challenges us in every ways and he and he teaches like life lessons and always comes up with these like quirky sayings like skin like armadillo and like so what now what just different different things and um i can't i can't wait to uh I, I can't wait to how does he, he challenge home. you guys? Like,
0: give me an example. Give me something living and breathing that give me an example of a challenge to Prince or Mukamara. So
1: he'll one thing one thing he one thing he doesn't want us to do is like as a defense with all the success that we experienced last year, is like don't like don't settle. Like like we can be better. So even he doesn't he doesn't want us to go through the through the motions and stuff like that and he'll he'll always say, um, like today, today's is, today is Thursday Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Today's Thursday. So he, he'll always say, like, okay, we're gonna, this is going to be the best Thursday in all of Thursdays in history, or this is going to be the best walkthrough in, in all of walkthroughs in history. So just to get our mind thinking positive, like, hey, like, no matter what we're doing, whether it's full speed or it's half speed, whether it's no speed, like, this is going to be the best rep that I have um, that I've ever had ever.
0: What you don't know, and, and this would be true for anybody, is that Vic is a great coach. Pagano's a great coach, but the way they call games and how it all, you know, the the, the play callers, whether it be offense or defense, that's what you don't know. Yeah. You know, that's what you're going to have to adjust to because when is he going to dial up the pressure or what circumstances? <laughs> how's it going to play out, you know, in terms of what he sees in the bigger scope and you know puts in your head over the course of the week what's he got up his sleeve you know that's the part that, you, that that'll be the fun part
1: yeah yeah it'll be that will be the that would be the uh the fun part yeah and just with Vic just be, with being with him um when I was with him for two years it's like I could kind of get a sense it's like okay this is the time of the game this is the down and distance um I think I'm gonna get covered too right here and I and I would just know hmm. and um yeah and so with Chuck now it's just like man like he kind of don't, kind of don't know what it, what he's gonna call. me. Um, but um, I feel like defensive coordinators have a great, uh, great. Of course, they should have the, a great eye for the game. And um, one, and one thing with Vic is like, it could be third and long, and I'm thinking, okay, we're, we're gonna get, we're gonna get cover two um, to keep everything inside and in front of us. But then if if they convert on that third and long, that cover two is going out the window. Like we're not gonna <laughs> see uh, cover two for, um, like the whole game and stuff like that. So I'm sure. Chuck is similar.
2: So not looking ahead or thinking ahead, but I am. So <laughs> you you figure if I'm a guy, I get cut by the Detroit Lions, and then they bring me into the Chicago Bears, and then they start picking my brain about what we do on the offensive side of the ball. So now you, you played a couple years for Vic Fangio. You know as well. You know his way of thinking and what you're telling us. Is there anything that you can tell Mitch or tell Matt to say, hey, in this scenario – This is the way he thinks, or this is something that we used to do regularly on this down and distance, this field position. For week two, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be some kind of show. Yeah, I
1: mean, I'm sure – I mean, I think think they would go to – they would go to a couple guys before they go to me. Like I think they would. They would go. They would go to Kyle because Kyle Kyle was here the longest. But then also, I mean, shoot, we have his we have his film. I mean, we have his we have we have his uh, uh, practice film and stuff like that. But I'm sure Vic's Vix a smart guy, and I'm sure he's gonna. Um, I'm sure he'll do different stuff. And I mean, thinking thinking in the right time frame. I mean, I'm sure Amos is probably yeah. singing. Singing right now as we're talking, <laughs> of, but of, but of course it's not like we have the, it's not like we have the same uh, defense, quote unquote. Right. But um, but I'm sure Amos they have Amos in there right now, like hey like and stuff like that. But that's just that's just how the league works. Like and you'll see, and I'm sure you guys will see. You'll see guys get. Guys, guys are going to get cut from here. That's 100. percent There's going to be maybe Green Bay, or oh, yeah. there's going to be a team that's going to say, right. "We." I remember we did that when I was in New York. Like we, like I think the Eagles had had cut a guy during the season. They had cut a guy, and we we're going to play them that week. And we picked up, we yeah. picked up that cut, guy. Him, cut we, him by Friday. Yeah, but we him Friday. <laughs> <we squeeze him. laughs> exactly. We squeeze, we squeeze him for <laughs> the
0: info. <laughs> Sell them rainbows <laughs> and sunshine, and yep, you're out of here, my man. But. That's the the competitiveness very of this league, and it happens all the time. shay Townsend, uh, I'm intrigued by him as as your secondary coach because it comes with the built in respect of the fact that this guy was a very successful defensive back for yeah. the Pittsburgh Steelers, doesn't it?
1: Yes, and I, I I enjoy having him. And I mean, one thing that's unfortunate for me is like before, like I could always like. Get away with stuff, but he's a former player, so he like. Knows- what do you mean get away with stuff? <laughs> what, are you, what are you trying to say? I mean, just like I don't even know. Like nothing comes to mind, but even just like, just like little stuff. But he's he's already been there. It's like yeah. you're. It's like. It's like he's my dad. And I'm his son, and I'm trying to do stuff that he did when I was a kid. And I got so, you. so nothing. And that's what's so tough about having him as a coach is just nothing gets nothing gets past him, and and stuff like that. And so he can't take advantage of of uh, of, of a coach. He's like not that, a substitute teacher. That, exactly. That's <laughs> <Right>. the, that's <laughs> well,
2: exactly it. It's it's harder to kind of squeeze in that Veterans <laughs> right. Day exactly. off because he never got you know, a Veterans Day right. off, you know but you know that's that's the good that's the good influence of him and I, I you know it's probably the you know you know from us, from the sidelines, looking in, and we see the work ethic of Khalil Mack. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, as an ex-player, he's kind of inspiring because I see the effort that he gives. And if they're running um, a gasser right. in between, he's still not. He still does it the fastest. You know, he has to I be think. out there and
0: win where they put the ball down to start the next team. And he, him it.
2: and Leonard pretty much, but
0: he beats him every time. Yeah. I mean, you're not beating this guy. Yeah, it's it's uncanny. Talk yeah. about competitive. Yeah, he's he super wins everything.
1: He, he's super competitive, yeah. Yeah, is. we'll
0: pick that up when we come back. You got a good relationship with Khalil Mack, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to talk about when we come back sure. here on Bears All Access on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Final segment with Bears cornerback Prince Amukamara here on Bears All Access, brought to you by IGS Energy from PNC Studio at Halas Hall. Jeff Joniak, Tom Thayer with Paul Zeranger, engineer, and Greg Miller, our producer today. Prince kind enough to give us the hour here today as he gets ready for a trip to Indy to take out of the Colts. Gearing up for that season opener against the Packers, so we left. We we're talking about Khalil Mack and how inspiring a guy he is to watch, and just what he does on the sideline, teaching other players. How he takes a moment to just play catch with Leonard Floyd, and just really in a different way leading. He's not—he's not a rah-rah guy that I can tell. He's not going to be you know spewing a lot of fiery comments, but he just leads by example. And I know that's cliche, but. You need guys like that too on your team, don't you?
1: Yeah, you do, you do. I mean, we have a good share of vocal guys, but we also have guys just like you said just just lead by example and just like you were naming um earlier earlier like him him running the sprints and even even just him um like I do see him I see him t- him talking to chuck i think chuck harris he's a former yes. uh i call him uh from university of buffalo I, also, yeah, yeah. I, I call him little uh baby mac or, or, or <laughs> whatever and um yeah just him him teaching him that and and he you like around the league there there are some guys who, who won't give um information like sometimes oh like they'll think like, oh, this guy's trying to like replace me, or this guy's trying to take food off my table. But I mean, no, oh, no one's you know what? To there was a
0: guy used to be a Brian Robinson. You know, uh, he passed away years ago. But uh, defensive lineman, you tell me, we were playing for the Rams, St. Louis Rams, they wouldn't tell him anything. They just didn't want out. But he was going to change that, and what? he was going to be the mm-hmm. guy that you could come to. I see it more nowadays that guys are willing.
1: Yeah, 100%. It maybe
0: it wasn't that way five, ten years ago. Well, you I know, don't know for you. I mean, what did you guys? Did you guys just keep everything to yourself?
2: Well, I don't know. See, I just now from the outside looking in, because I see Akeem Hicks living in the back pocket of Blau oh, Nichols, oh, yeah. and he's constantly yeah. in. Last week in the sidelines of the game, you saw Khalil Mack with Vaughters and um, Isaiah Irving mm-hmm. going over specific type of pass rush yeah. and counter moves. That's fantastic. Is there... Yeah. Is is there a young guy that seeks because you and Kyle are two different cornerbacks? Mm-hmm. You, you, I mean, you, there's you know, you guys play a different style. Are, are there guys that gravitate towards you and you know at need to ask you specific questions? Whether it is much as a route being run at you as your responsibility to a defense going forward? Yeah, I would say me and Mike Joseph probably
1: uh, t- talk talk the most, and um, like he's very astute. Like, and he. he he just like watches me like, hey man, like I seen you play this way or do this when you press, like like why did you why did you do that and stuff like that. So he actually is um is more active in like uh, asking me questions and just wanting um just wanting better insight and, and same with uh, Franklin. Also. Do, you, do you know that whole background? Sorry, Hold time, on. You know All right, go on. You wanna No,
2: the... I just want to finish it because it's it's a weird concept to me because so watching Monday Night Football, they got that segment it's called you got mossed and last yeah do you talk about that stuff in the locker room if you see yourself on a national type of media coverage do you talk about that or do you just try to leave that so far behind you don't even want to bring it up
1: no we'll we'll talk about it and even even after the play i told him i said hey um one thing that my defensive back uh, his name's Peter Genta, he's the defensive back coach mm-hmm. for uh the Saints. I said one thing he told me is don't let a bad play turn into a, ba- a bad day. So yes, that guy um made a play but um you can you can still like you can still play hard and you can still Sounds make like up something for Pagano it. would <laughs> say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And so and and he did he he finished he finished the game um he finished the game uh pretty well but yeah but i mean even if it's a good a good top 10 that he's on is like i don't think the guy who's on it is, is gonna say hey did you see me on on top 10 but i think guys would uh guys would bring it up and,
0: and, and i'm sure over time he's been there now for two years he was on the practice squad all of last season and maybe not but you know his background i mean you you didn't even start in his high school football i he? don't know his background yeah he, he he grew up in oswego which is in the southwest suburbs and so he grew up a Bears fan, and, you know, he didn't play. He had all. He just couldn't crack the lineup for whatever reason, so he goes and plays flag football at University of Dubuque in Iowa. Like in, like, intramurals? Oh, yeah. yeah. He just – he and he worked. He went in the weight room. He added a bunch of strength, and he got the chance to get on that team, and he became one of the best small school cornerbacks in college football what? two years ago. So his journey is from nothing, like – He's you're helping him, and he's trying to help you win the Super Bowl in 2019 Jeez. if he makes this football team. So you know those kinds of, and you're not in your first round pick, and you you know you're sharing
1: this information <laughs> with a kid who's that's why he's he's See, thirsty. I, he's hungry. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't I didn't know that. One thing I did hear when I was um I did a, I did an interview on a sideline during the Panthers game. Someone said he was five two, ninety five pounds. That is correct. What what when freshman, freshman year of high school? Year. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, like my wife is like five foot. I'm not gonna say no, her weight. You better not. Yeah, <laughs> But I'm thinking like my wife, this this guy was like yeah, that fresh yeah, yeah, yeah. year. Or
0: you talk about somebody that's invested in himself and Right. trying to make, I mean it's a great story. I love those stories. All right, I mentioned Mac. I you had a camp, you have a camp every year in Arizona. Yeah, and it was very... Can you believe it? Right. So how'd you get him to come?
1: Man, I paid him. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> but I could not believe, listen. Like I was so, I was, I was so flattered and, and, um, and honored, but yeah, he came. I just simply, I just simply asked him and, um, he said, yeah, he's going to come and and with my camp, I don't say who's coming because I don't want to falsely advertise and I don't want those kids to come for them. Just I for want them. the yeah, I want them to know like as long yeah. I'm good and I'm I'm enough. And um so but every year I always ask different guys and yeah, Matt came and I was like, wow. Do people, do the kids gravitate to him? Because is he good <laughs> is he good with kids? <laughs> yes, everybody everybody loved him and he and he's just one of those guys that that's gonna sign every autograph and take wow. every every picture didn't big guy nobody and then um it was cool like i i had my friends help me with the camp and i'm thinking like okay who who can i give like like the um the the privilege to like to like be with camp, be with be at camp with Mac, working uh, uh um like a, an exercise or whatever, and then I gave it to one of my good friends who who's a who's a Raiders fan. Um, but it, I knew he would still enjoy it. But yeah, Mac was um amazing, and um, I'm trying to get him out again. What, what have you come to learn about the guy that maybe we don't see? Oh man, he's um a lot a lot funnier. He has great he a lot funnier than than you would think. Uh, has great great personality. Um, do very, very like welcoming, just like just ho- hospitable, like opens his house, um, <laughs> just like um, in invites, and um, and, and Mac has some of uh, business ventures also that um that he's not shy on on including and um he just he he, you just wouldn't think like with guys like that even my stereotype i'm sure fans are too and maybe you guys too like you think this guy's a prima donna or like a diva or like a guy with like who's accomplished as much as he's accomplished but he's more like he wants everybody to win and and he wants to talk about everybody else he does
0: not want to talk about himself and he's never going to be that guy so chicago i mean to me he's He's Urlacher-esque in that regard. I, Humility of a, of a star player that you wouldn't
1: ordinarily suggest would be the case exactly and i even but when i found out like he redshirted i started cracking up. i'm like
2: man wow for one time <laughs> in your life you weren't you weren't as good as everybody like you you redshirted so i thought that was pretty funny last thing for me what do the kids want to know like when you go to a, a camp and you're surrounded by kids whether khalil's there or not and you're there what what's in what is the kid what do the kids need yeah so i always get two personally I always get
1: two top questions number one who's the best guy you you've guarded and number two like How can I get to where to -hmm. where you are? So I I would say those two questions I get mostly. All right.
0: Well, your ball skills have uh, escalated at a very uh, crazy rate. I I I think you easily had double digit interceptions Mm -hmm. over the course of training camp, and you're including you had one yesterday, pick six. And I learned from another interview that I did with you earlier this year that no one ever taught you really how to catch a football until Ed Donatel. Which to me, you played football your whole life. That's a
1: stunning statement.
0: Yeah. But thank goodness it finally happened.
1: <laughs> right. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just when he – and I, and that's one thing I loved about Coach Ed is like – and you see what Deshae too is like they actually care for you as players. And I was just – yeah, when he told me that I had to put my index fingers together my thumbs together and actually look the ball in it. And he, he, the term he used or the phrase he used was just stop the ball. Like don't catch it, just, just stop it. Which you it. were trying to – grab it yeah I was yeah I was just trying to catch it either with my body or just yeah you would think
0: just by natural osmosis (laughs) that would have happened but I'll tell you what You're going to have a big year. Yeah, thank you. Prince of Mukumar, our guest. Thank you joining us, man. Appreciate it. Always a good time. With Tom Thayer, I'm Jeff Joniak. Thanks to Paul Zerang and Greg Miller. I'm Jeff Joniak on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score.
2: Thanks for listening
0: to this Chicago Bears Network presentation of Bears All Access. Podcasts are available on ChicagoBears.com and on iTunes. Or download the official Bears mobile app. Bears All Access has been brought to you by IGS Energy and sponsored by Miller Lite.